Welcome to StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from StartupRad.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. And as of today, today is 18th of February, we are the world's first 24-7 internet radio station dedicated to startups and tech companies. Check your preferred way to consume internet radio station and ask or look for startuprate.io. An Alexa skill will be out soon as well. And I do have here, so to say, an expert in media cooperation with Hamburg startups, we do have Heinz from the Hamburg-based startup Convoy here with us. But actually, uh, welcome, Heinz. And you are actually a Frankfurt boy, right? Yes, originally from Frankfurt and now, um, yeah, for longer in Hamburg. Oh, I can totally see that Frank uh, that Hamburg has also its charms as well as Frankfurt. Um I've, I've been stalking you on LinkedIn and as always, everybody who would like to learn a little bit more about you or reach out to you directly, you can go down here in the show notes. There is a link to your LinkedIn profile and there one can see that you really traveled the world. So to say you studied in beautiful Milano, you've been a sales intern in India and a research assistant at Fraunhofer Institute. And then what really surprised me was in times of Corona, in October 2020, you set up Convoy. That is really interesting. So can you take us a little bit on the journey that actually took you there? First, most important question, how was the food in Milano? Obviously amazing. So I spent several months there and had a great time. Um, yeah, great uh, food, great culture, and um, actually the weather, uh, the weather way better than in Hamburg. <laughs> I remember vividly from my time in Milano that at one point you can, at one point of the city, you can see the ocean, almost, <laughs> and but on the other side you can totally see the Alps. It's it's a very amazing city, totally worth a trip. Um, and how did you get from there to being an intern in india because that's quite a distance and almost almost half across the world so tell us a little bit about the story yeah i guess it's a longer story so um india is already um several years ago and was uh, part of my um bachelor's practical training and and i had a chance so i had a contact in in india and yeah my my decision was more focused on, yeah, get to know this country uh, because I heard so much uh, interesting um, things about it. And yeah, then I had the chance, I took it and then I spent some time there. And I have to say like three months uh, in India changed definitely my view about many things. So um, it was great experience at that time. Um, and yeah, in the end, a big turn. Uh, also to other stages. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I've never been to India, but it's also on my bucket list, like after Corona. Um, and I think uh, when you said many things in your worldview 
have changed when you've been to India. I thought, yeah, okay, a lot about software and also you'll be now able to eat really spicy food, right? <laughs> um, yes, I practiced a lot. Um, and so I would say I more or less uh, became a real Indian eating food properly. Um, and you have to say that after a while, uh, this all goes back. So um, the level, I would say, normalized German level. <laughs> uh, I see, 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 see. Um, and <clears throat> actually from there, it took you to be a research assistant for Fraunhofer. We may add that Fraunhofer is one of the many institutes of uh, research in Germany, more applied research. So um, from an from studying in Milano, enjoying the Italian lifestyle, to being an intern in India selling software, to being in a, a well-regarded international research institution as research assistant. How did this happen? <laughs> Yeah, the point is like, um, as you did, like um, stalking my uh, LinkedIn page shows that I'm I'm a person interested in, in many things. Um, and actually, there's maybe no real focus. Um, the Yeah, the great thing is, at that time, I was really interested in 3D printing. And I um, wrote my bachelor thesis about a salt-based Uh, 3D printing um, technology um, where the Fraunhofer Institute um, developed on. And I, at that time, I was really interested in that and I got some different knowledge there. So there was always kind of a change, I would say. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I see. Very interesting stuff. And you've been, you've been selling software. You've been 3D printing with salts. That that is that is quite interesting. And how did this lead to a logistics startup called Convoy? Yeah, this actually a new turn, I would say. Um, once I started uh, studying in in Hamburg, uh, I got to know to my now co-founder co Alexander Yagello, um, and he's a really a logistics expert so we started talking about um yeah one time setting our own business together and then we brought a lot of ideas and yeah his expertise in logistics um yeah uh, was really the start i would say um yeah to talk more and more about it and right now the the outcome is convoy mm -hmm. um How did you develop this idea? Recently, it appears that developing startup ideas, at least from my interview guests, always involves friends and a lot of wine. Was it the same case? Um, yes, Alex and me were friends before, and we were all we were all also drinking uh, drinking before together. Um, the The funny thing is that it. Obviously, it helps like discussing uh, discussing things, um, and I also have to say it's over time. So we kept talking and talking over the over the months and years, and yeah, um, it says officially that we are founded uh, in October 2020, but obviously the idea is in our heads for about two years now. 
<laughs> We've always talked about convoy and the idea. Can you now spill it out what it is? Because our audience is actually, I do believe, at least a little bit excited, a little bit curious about what you guys are doing. Of course. So at Convoy, we are developing a theft prevention system for parked trucks. Um, there's a real problem of uh, thefts in uh, German trucks um, on the German Autobahn and so on. The, the parking spots are really rare sometimes. So um, due to high traffic, um, the, the whole situation is complicated and there's no, um, no real chance for securing. And on the other hand, there are actually, um, yeah, organized, uh, yeah, it's organized crime. Um, and the real problem is there is no preventive solution in the market, um, which stops before uh something happens to the truck and that's what we want to do we want to be preventive and want to know right before a theft will happen so let let us first take a little bit step back because like um a third like two-thirds of the audience um have most likely never been to germany so let's do a little bit explaining you may know the german autobahn and you can drive as fast as you want in some parts as long as you're not driving a truck but the truck drivers they have a very tough life because they have to stick to certain rest periods and those rest periods they spent at big parking lots where they just drive off the autobahn rest there they sleep a little bit as i say a little bit it's not a lot and um, then they drive again so i assume you're referring to those big parking lots where just a bit, another big truck pulls up at night open opens the truck and then just unloads and reloads their own truck and they're gone when the driver wakes up absolutely correct so we have I would say several problems. The, on the one hand, we have the we have the um, yeah organized crime situation. We have the problem of parking and that there are actually not enough parking lots um, next to the highway. And yeah, and then also the combination of an industry which is under pressure. Um, yeah, it's not like. Um, maintaining or improving the situations in general and yeah this is, is a general problem we want to touch with Conway. So what are you guys actually offering? Is it like a physical product? Is it like a software? Is it a forecast service? Um, our solution will be a hardware and software solution um, may include several services um, right now, we're um, developing the sensor system, which um, uh, will help us to detect the, the thieves. And later on, obviously, the vision is to go in deep into predictive um, analytics and yeah, to create heat maps, um, analyze situations on different uh, parking lots and so on. So I can really uh, promise that we can create a lot of value to different parts uh, or different players in, in that industry. As, as you talked about uh, heat maps, my first thought would be, it would be, oh, the police would be surely interested in that one. But um, 
I totally do understand that uh, uh, some secrecy is always helpful if you are providing uh, security equipment. But can you tell us a little bit about the sensors and what stuff you're do doing if it's actually attached to the trailer or the truck or both and uh, how long it may take? I mean, there are a lot of logistics startups and people entrepreneurs out there listening to us so that they can at least think if in any way their um, tool their offering could be combined with yours. Yeah, so right now, um, as we are quite early in the process, we are testing several technologies um, and also with customers or potential customers. So right now we are also searching for trucking companies in Germany um, which are innovative and want to develop the system together with us. So we need kind of um, specific problem input and what are the cu customer needs uh, precisely. Uh, and building up on that, we can we can test our technologies. So it's it's different. We 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 are not focusing on one technology. So for example, we are using radar sensors, we are also using ultrasonic um, to actually find the best solution. Um, and the best solution means um, getting a fast uh, MVP, so minimum viable product ready with the customers, uh, and also thinking about the long-term sustainable solution and obviously more complex solution, uh, maybe built uh, with radar sensors. Mm -hmm. I see. Um, when you talked about ultrasound, that was uh, one of my thoughts because um, you may experience a lot of problems with like false alarms with all the animals crawling around on those parking lots. So you can actually scare them away at least a little bit because I would assume some cats, some whatever uh, squirrels or something, they would be always present in, in those parking lots because they're usually surrounded by woods. Absolutely. So um, the main or maybe the game changer will be to detect uh, moving patterns of people and to um, make or to make differences to normal human, human beings and also animals visible. Um, that is really important. That needs a lot of training. So training data and also simulations. Um, and this is what we are working hard on. Mm -hmm. I see. We may add for the people out there who are just listening to this that uh, there are truck parking lots out there uh, where drivers, if they find one, can actually take a rest. Uh, thing is, but they're very close to each other, so it's not like you have one truck on a hill and you can uh, survey everything around it, but it's basically very limited, the space around you that you can actually survey and look at and actually a very, very low distance that you actually have as a as a warning area yeah we are focusing on a, on a really short distance um yeah that on the one thing is definitely the positive aspect that we can be really precise and um the false alarms can be reduced by that on the negative uh, hand side um yes we have to be like really fast our algorithms have to be um classifying uh, potential thieves um yeah really fast too and and 
that is, yeah, it's a big challenge. Uh, we are focusing there, but um, yeah, we are definitely on, on our way to, to get this ready. So basically your core product that is not ready for shipping yet will be something like a little computer, a little program inside the board computer or the trucks that recognizes the input from the sensors of which some you may add, some you may build, and then altogether uh, you'll increase the security at least of the goods and the driver significantly. That's my understanding, right? Yeah, sensors will be mounted on the truck um, to get a um, proper detection area around the truck and um, the controlling unit um, our plan is to get this um, autonomous from the truck ready that it's actually a mobile uh, solution and also helps if the for example energy um, or battery um, of the truck is uh, not available um, that could also help helps us to prevent jamming um, that um, potential thieves could interrupt our connections, our communication of the system. So we are obviously also focusing different challenges there, but um, our plan is definitely to build a sustainable solution, which um, yeah, which which really helps and cannot be uh, easily disturbed. Uh, what what came to my mind was actually um, a, a, a armored vehicle that that is used to transport money from bank to bank. When you talked about that, but I assume there are like other goods you're going to protect, like uh, truckloads full of cars, literally, um, like uh, high value electronics and stuff like this. Is this true? Yes, there there are different value classes, and when it comes to really really high values. There is already a lot of um, security, and um, so they are obviously willing to spend uh, a lot on the on that security topic. Uh, in the middle range and in the lower range, there is almost nothing when it comes to security of a truck. So, as our solution hopefully um, can target um, these segments, then then yeah, we can be successful and we can really make an impact with a, in comparison, cheap solution um, to the value of uh, being stoned. Um, just to, to give some numbers, so 26,000 um, trucks um, are every year in Germany um, impacted. And the value of the goods is about uh, 2.2 billion um, euro. If you uh, sum up the value of the goods the, and the production losses and so on. From 26,000 trucks each year in Germany, goods are stolen. That is, <laughs> that's quite a lot of trucks as well as a lot of money. Um, for everybody who would like to learn more there's of course down here the channels J just the usual question are you guys uh, currently looking for external investors um right now um we are not directly going towards uh, investors we are right now financed by a grant which uh, was given by um the german government um and this secures us the year um the point is also 
uh, when it comes to production of systems, and then you have to say that uh, customers of us have, let's say, 10 to 20 or even more trailers uh, want to be secured. Um, when this starts, so when the product will be ready, we all also know that it can be really fast, that we definitely need external financing. So right now we are also talking to investors and the feedback is always really important for us. Um, but there is no current hurry in that. Mm -hmm. I see, see. And everybody would like to learn more, go down here in the show notes. Heinz, it was a pleasure having you here. Um, best of luck for your uh for your program for your project for your algorithms to succeed and hope to he uh, hear back from you when you guys are finished with the product and are really successful already thank you very much that's all folks find more news streams events and interviews at www.startuprad.io Remember, sharing is caring.